Welcome! This is Kenny Reads the Signal, Episode 2. Thank you for joining us. We are reading The Signal, Episode... No, not Episode. Volume 84, Issue 9. Um, the cover, if anybody is else is watching, watching with their eyes watching. at the cover, uh, it's Dia de los Muertos. Day of the Dead. I, oh, okay. Thanks for translating, Antonio. <laughs> the story is on page four. Um, it's a picture of a skull and a cross and a rose flower, flower. Um, and skellies. Uh, skellies. Skellies. The skeletons. Oh, night. Um, but yeah, okay. Kind of, it's kind of, kind of scary actually as a cover, don't you think? It is. Like scary. I don't know if I, if I picked up if I picked up the paper and I saw there was a skeleton ah, looking at me. I don't know if I'd be okay with that. <laughs> anyway, let's open to the first page. All right, first article in the news section: Students honored as Rogers Scholars. 13 awarded for academic performance, personal growth, service. That's it? That's the end of the title? Oh, that's by Anayansi Padilla. That's her name. Anayansi Padilla. Did you have trouble with that last time? I did have trouble with that name. <laughs> um, it's a picture of 13 old people. Looking Hispanic. Wait. Those are students? Like no way! Those aren't students. Yeah. Oh, I guess some of them look like students. That's a grandma on the front. <laughs> well, wow. count how many are in the picture. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. There's only fifteen people in the photo. Two. Well, one of them is that president. Right. One of them is President Chalet. I'm guessing the old lady on the opposite side must be his wife. How do you say his last name? I don't know. I say Chalet. It's I funny. Think it's Okay, well, we'll just... The, smart people. That's that article. It's about smart people. because oh, they, they got are... $3,000. What? They got 3000 gr- Uh-huh. 3000 wow. grand? 3000 grand. 3000 or three grand is what I meant to say. Uh-huh. Um, okay, well, you know what? Let's go to page three. Campus ranked among, quote, best of the West. CSU Stanislaus honored for affordability, class size, and military friendliness. Because we're broke, retarded. What? What? <laughs> Thanks for speaking up. I feel strongly about this issue. What the what? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> Gross. Um, Gross. Right, yeah. so we're ranked among the best of the West. According to who? According to Anthony Valencia. Who is that? He's a staff writer. Oh. Uh, in a higher education system... California State University Stanislaus does not stand short of honors. CSU Stanislaus is highly, I know, highlighted by multiple institutions by its affordability, class size, and military friendliness. No one wants to go here. Yeah, I got that from the title. Oh. U.S. News, Victory Media Incorporated, and Affordable Colleges Online are among the institutions that recognized CSU Stanislaus for specific honors. What? Why are you making noise? It's picking up on the mic. CSU Stanislaus is recognized for the 18th successive time by U.S. News. Doesn't that don't you mean consecutive? Why is it, what is successive? Why is Maybe that used? Excessive. Why do you why are you continuing to use that word? No, I think the fact that that's in the paper 
is like would Berkeley have this article in the paper? Like, right. Yeah. It's like Berkeley. Like, Berkeley is so good. They don't even need to point out that they're good. Right. But we have to. But we have to. We need to show them. <laughs> we need to show our own students. Wow, right. Yeah. It was a shock to me. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's just skip that then because that's. It's a hot topic. It well. It's not a hot topic. Do we do we really need to talk about it? We're awesome. Get over it. Next. Bas- yeah, really. basically. Excuse me? Really? Who? Did you fart again? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> um, enrollment dates approaching for spring 2013. Did Wait, hold on a second. It says registrar or something, and you get two... I just... I want you guys to... I want you guys to look at this. Enrollment dates approaching for spring 2013. Oh! That already happened. Spring 2014. <laughs> wow. Good job, Javier Magaña. Oh, no. oh, oh pendejo. <laughs> well, he does say... Oh. You, you just cursed. You just cursed. Pendejo is stupid. That's not cursing. It is cursing. No, it's it not. Is. Maybe in your household. <laughs> Any curse in my house was cursing. I couldn't say... Could you not say curse? I can say curse. You can say curse? Um, anyway... He does say in the next sentence, California State University Stanislaus enrollment for spring 2014 what? classes is approaching. So he does he does say that it's 2014. He just got the title wrong. He just wrong. got the title got wrong, the which is the biggest the part. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't even Everyone notice it. You didn't notice it? I didn't assume. Well, okay. then they're catering to the right people. Um, <laughs> um, wait, I just turned the page and I just, what caught my eye first was bread of the dead. What? <laughs> oh. Dead people don't need bread. Bread no, of the dead. Do. You're uh-huh. not dead. It's you can't a... include yourself in the, we the make body it for of the dead, dead people. That's why it's called bread of the dead. You make it for the dead. You make it of the dead. It was it's made by. Pentameter. When did we go into? Can I just point out that yes, the article "Day of the Dead" celebrates memories. Memories. That's what memories oh, okay. is. <laughs> I come, from, I come from English as a second background. Oh, language. Please. English as a second background. Day the Dead celebrates memories of life written by Maria Hernandez, one of their only Hispanic writers. What about Javier Magana? Yeah. Or Ana Yancy Padilla? Or Anthony Valencia? Yeah. I'm okay. pretty are sure that they are all. Mexican writers? But they, why did they give it to a Mexican? Mexican. Why couldn't it Vanessa Gutierrez. Why can't it Miranda Hammer? Because she's writing. Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> which is our next <laughs> segment. We're gonna go. We're gonna go straight so, to Help Me, Rhonda, and we all uh, backtrack. Okay. Oh. Wait. Where is Help Me, Rhonda? What page is it on? Oh, second to last. On page ten. Um. Help me, Rhonda. Okay. Uh. Cue. Cue theme music for Help Me, Rhonda. Help me, Rhonda. Okay, it just played. Um, I have one. I put it in. You guys will hear it. Um, <laughs> help me, Rhonda. Keeping the love strong is as easy as a night out. Oh, what? Dear Rhonda. Randa. Rhonda. Randa. Lately, quote, lately my BF and I have been arguing a lot. Is that best friend? Boyfriend? Boyfriend. No, it's buff. 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 BF Buff. Me, my Buff and I. My Buff and I have been arguing a lot. <laughs> what? 
what can I do to keep our relationship strong? Shut Sincerely, Anonymous. Wait, why are you... Why are you saying to keep it strong? It apparently is not strong if you're, if you're arguing. Yeah. Okay, well, let's listen to what... Listen, let's read what Rhonda has to say. Oh, God. Dear Anonymous, keeping a relationship strong takes effort. Dun, dun, dun. End of article. No. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it really should have ended there. Um, a couple must be willing to be open, honest, and have a successful line of communication. Unless you're cheating. Will you? Why? Why do you always advocate about cheating? Because I think it's a strong. Thing. You think you think it makes the relationship stronger? It does. By going out and doing things with other people. It keeps you happy. With each other. With each other. Is that why you're single, Antonio? No. <laughs> okay. With these qualities, implementing a designated date night will boost the strength of a romantic relationship. Boost the strength. Boost the strength. Boost the strength. I just not think that's a. The, I just think that's a weird thing to say. Yeah, well, strength. boost. I hear boost. Boost. The article quote the date night opportunity written by W. Bradford Wilcox and Jeffrey Dew from the University of, Uver- of Virginia, of Virginia yeah. states that date nights will help foster stronger relationships in five ways. Let's list them. One communication. Two novelty. Three. Eros, four commitment, and five distress. Wait, what was? Oh, distress. What is arrows? I don't know. Love. I really hope that they go over that Love. in here. Yeah, like Rhonda. I don't know what arrows is. Oh, my wait, relationship wait, is suffering. I only have four to the five. Class, arrows. What? I, I just remember my philosophy class. Oh, arrows as in like E R O S. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like arrows. Arrows, like <laughs> bow, bow and arrows. arrows. <laughs> no, now I get it. No, I okay. I still don't know what arrows. Is. Eros. Is it Eros? Let's find out. Yeah, Continuing with the article. Oh, it is God of Love. But I love stupid. I know my mythology. Out of these factors, these five factors, uh, novelty stands out the most. What? No, it doesn't. No. Commitment <laughs> should probably stand out more. Or communication. This chick, Craig. Communication to communicate a commitment, communicate everything else. Right. Communication. In fact, it's listed first, and she's like, nope, novelty. Novelty's the first. No, nope, it stands out the most. Uh, Wilcox and Deuce state novelty is, quote, the initial excitement associated with getting to know a person and growing in intimacy. End quote. So novelty is physical, right? Because without novelty, you can't be intimate. What? I guess... Anyway, uh, couples tend to end, they tend to end, couples tend to end up in a repetitive day-to-day routine which diminishes the relationship's novelty. The title of the article itself suggests that a date night is an opportunity to reintroduce novelty in a relationship. What does that even mean? Wait, 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 where's her source? How does she, how does she, how No, she's just making this up in her head. What does she mean by novelty? Like, that, like, the repetitiveness is ruining the relationship, but then she wants a date night, like, a specific Right, like, she, like, it's gonna save her. (laughs) What if if you just go on the same date? Then it's repetitive again. Right, exactly. Exactly. Let's go see the same movie for the ninth time in a row. And how would a movie be, like, well, she doesn't say movie. She just but says like, date night. That was just my... Right, but... You know why she chooses a movie? 
Because it's the only time Randall will shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why her BF, her, her buff, <laughs> suggests it. I've had enough of Rhonda. Stop helping me, Rhonda. <laughs> but then again, didn't we say before that she... Uh, she's lonely. She's, she dates herself. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say this, but I'm pro... The pillow. Women. The heartbeat You're pillow? Pro women. You're pro women. If women would just stop nagging just a tiny bit more... So... Then we would like them more. So you're you're, um, you're uh, pro lots, women. I know lots okay. of males, um, lots of boys that nag. So here's so. the thing: we nag because because they care. <laughs> because they care. Because you are a child. There are T-shirts that say, "When a man says he'll do something, he'll do it." There's no need to nag him about it every six months because you don't do it ever. I haven't seen that. You're wearing it right now. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know. It's a podcast. Uh, Let's continue with the article. When planning a date night, don't just travel to a favorite restaurant or go to the movies every other week. Plan something new in order to bring back that novelty. There it is. Yeah, there There, she goes. We we should have been reading more. (laughs) We should have kept going because we were really accusing her of being dumb. But we're mistaken. Well, Well. we need to keep reading. (laughs) She kind of might bring us back to that conclusion. Where is this relationship at? There's not that many things you can do in the Central Valley. Well, she she hasn't really addressed the arguing a lot part of the person's problem, right? They had some board games. (laughs) Wait, we're not there yet. Stop reading ahead. Um, There are many options out there. If a couple is not looking to spend too much money, stay in for the night. Isn't that what they do all the time? Because they're fighting. They're yeah, they're arguing. They're Let's go out. No, no, yes, no. Ah! Um, get some, oh, yeah, you're right. Get some board games and have a game night. No, that's game night, not date night. Game? No. Make each other, here, wait, wait. Make each other dinner and try that new recipe from Pinterest. Ew. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Problem with game night is if you have a competitive game. Just imagine how violent the game is. Now. When I play Monopoly and I'm losing, I punch someone. Second, I keep hearing gay nights. So it's like you're gonna have a gay friend over, you're gonna have gay gay day. Maybe that's what Rhonda's saying. Second of all, cook. First of all, you'd have to buy the food to make it from Pinterest, lady. Second of all, what if you can't cook? What if you can't? It's all burnt. It That's like why that. it's gay night. You're gay That's why they're arguing. What if you're they too keep... poor to purchase the food? They're... We are in college. I'm just yeah. saying. What if you it was recipes top for Top Ramen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, is, there is a recipe for Top Ramen. It's on the back of the package. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I have a cookbook, and it's called A Thousand Ways to Cook Top Ramen. I think every way is like, make top ramen. <laughs> okay, let's keep reading. Let's let's see if she can redeem herself after making the Pinterest accusation. If it's not a couple's means to have a date night every week, make it once every other week. Dedicating that time for each other will boost a relationship's strength. Now, if a couple wants to try something a bit more out of the box, where you going, Rhonda? Or... Okay, take a yoga class on campus together or participate in one of the weekend warrior trips offered here on campus. Just spend more money. Yeah, the next weekend trip is going to the Drake concert. That'll oh. be a lot of uh, bonding time. Yeah, with Drake. Um, how is that out of the box? It's not. 
That's not out of the box. I was I was really looking for something crazy yeah, out of the box. They could watch out of the box together. Except the drink concert <gasps> costs fifty dollars. Right. I mean, the last weekend warrior thing didn't they go to the the Raider game? Niners. Raider game. Raider game. Raider game. Yesterday. Yeah, it was November third. Oh, so the wait, so they, went to that. They had a weekend warrior trip there Obviously. to see them get destroyed by the Eagles and Nick Foles throw they had seven a touchdowns. Trip too. Yeah. Okay. Um, upcoming trips include the Drake concert at the Sleep Train Arena on <laughs> November eighteenth for fifty dollars. As well as the 49ers against the Redskins on the on November 25th. Again, that's expensive. That's For way more expensive people. than... It's two people, so it's $100. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, unless you want to just go by yourself and that's your weekend trip. That's your date. That you'd be date away from yourself? your Shoot, with $100, I could go to Olive Garden. <laughs> and I have a ton sure of buffs. Oh, well, not the Olive Garden in Turlock. <laughs> but go to Olive Garden, go to the movies, and get a pedicure By for yourself. $100. By On yourself. the same day. You get pedicures, Antonio? Sometimes. Wait. I'm really sorry for those people. I need a pedicure. <laughs> Ming Wow is the best. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Wait, Rhonda is about to give us some knowledge. Drop some knowledge. One of my favorite date night ideas is to visit Color Me Mine in Modesto on McHenry Avenue. You're single. <laughs> At Color Me Mine, a couple can pick out their own pottery, whether oh it's gosh, a cozy coffee mug nice. or a heart-shaped jewelry box, like and seven. paint it any way they like. Oh my gosh. Like ugly. Is this like, wait, are we in middle school? I think, <laughs> I, think I did that Color Me Mine. Seven. Yeah. Um, um, with my parents. <laughs> cool date night, Sarah. Yeah, I take Read the next paragraph. No. Read the next paragraph. Um, four... Forming a work of art together creates a lifelong memory and gives each partner a keepsake that will last forever. That's the problem. You're not creating the work of art. You're just painting the work Here's of art. The, the art's already made. Yeah. What if your pottery breaks? Does that break all the memories and that you're no longer a couple? <laughs> That's the end of the relationship. <laughs> yeah. You, you broke my mug. Work through. Um, okay. Well, here's something interesting that she says. If a couple already makes time for date night. Spice it up a bit and try something Come new. Rhonda, what are you what are you trying to That's say? How I did a <laughs> Out of the box. Uh, if a date night hasn't happened in a while, plan one for this weekend or next and try to make it a weekly or bi weekly occurrence. Rhonda, you're just you just want us to waste money, don't you? She should make a list of non like costs. Well, she did say game or board games. Yeah, you'd have to buy the board game. Well, yeah, that's, that's, if you don't have any board games, then you're kind of out of luck. Um, okay, well, here we go. You can play Kick the Can. Here, here we go. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this is this is her advice for for the cheap folks. Um, but if that isn't feasible, any time frame that works for the individual relationship is what matters. The important thing, oh, the important thing, is to make an effort to spend quality alone time together. Alone time that together. Like... That's. That sounds like moronic. <laughs> um, date, date night isn't the only factor that makes a relationship strong or stops the arguing, but spending a Friday evening enjoying each other's company is a step in the right direction. You didn't help me with my problem. I know! Maybe give us some, like, some advice to, 
to compromise or some advice to stop fighting so much. Just want, hang out when one of you guys is sleeping, because then the other person can't hear you. Problem solved. Okay. Well, Rhonda is wishing working. the best. Yeah. There at the like, end. It's not working. They're gonna need it. Stop trying to force it. Don't force it. Why does she always well, put a heart before her name? It annoys me, Rhonda. You ain't no love maker. <laughs> okay. Um, early bird gets the war. <laughs> this is this is the new article right right below it, by Abbri Brenda. Brenda. Uh, early bird gets the worm, but not at the library. What? Uh -oh. There's worms in our library? <laughs> student once... Okay, it says student advocates for extended library hours to better accommodate campus community. Does that mean that one student went in there? Wait. Do you have a library? Yes. <laughs> funny. Funny guy. I know. Um, I wonder if I got six or seven <laughs> on Friday and it was closed. And I was really confused. Well, what time did you go to the library? on weekends. On it Friday, is. I went like I don't know. I went, I went like, like at six thirty or seven. It closes at five on at night. Yeah, yeah I think like they close at five, four or five on skipping. Fridays. Why? Why are you it's going to the library at seven on a Friday? Yeah, I have to go pick up. For what? I don't remember. Go go on Saturday. They're open Sunday, on Saturday. The library is open from eleven a.m. to seven p.m. Well, when I went to the library on a Sunday, it was closed. It could have been a holiday. Are you sure, you went to the no, library. No, because it was during skipping. Did you go to the library or did you? Go to a different place to get into the library. I went to the library, Antonio. I'm okay. not the moron. <laughs> Rhonda. Rhonda is the moron. Oh. Sorry, Rhonda. I'm really sorry, but your advice was terrible. Um, do we want to read the library article, or do you want to read something else? Let's go to women number one. Where's that? Under sports section. Under sports section. Do we have an art section? Uh, yes. Arts, uh, arts and entertainment. Oh. Um, do we want to do the Campus Diversity they Shared at Annual Culture Show? Or Frankenstein Review? Okay, we'll read the Frankenstein Review. Luke said that that was really good. Okie dokie, here we go. The review? Frankenstein Review brought to life by Massey Johnson. Massey or Macy? M A S I. I'm going to go with Macy. Macy. Mazai. Kind of okay, here we go. She's a staff writer. He's a staff writer. Whatever. When the house lights dimmed on Modesto Junior College's production of Frankenstein, no time was wasted grabbing the audience's attention. Victor Frankenstein's voice boomed throughout the theater as the cast entered. Each had a, each had a lit candle walking blank-faced from the back of the theater onto the stage, stopping before a gloomy graveyard. The script stayed close to Mary Shelley's original book, offering a different story than the Frankenstein many of us are familiar with. What? I'm not familiar with the Frankenstein. Wait. The script stayed close to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein book, offering a different story than the Frankenstein we're familiar with. Which is the one we're familiar with? I was familiar with hers. That's the one I read. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure we've all read That's Mary... The only... I haven't read it. That's Frankenstein. So if we're familiar with the book, and it was it was close to the book, but it was different from what we were familiar with, then it wasn't familiar It's a at head all. trip. Ah! Is what are we the, familiar with? The movie? Also, he just... She... The person writing the article said they walked blank-faced. Is that a thing? Do you walk blank-faced? Maybe they, like, latex their eyes away. <laughs> First of all... <laughs> no, no eyeballs. <laughs> their, their review of Modesto Junior College's Frankenstein... Is a lot bigger than the review for Scape. 
if you remember. Well, and wait, they, they have a picture. They have a full page picture in color. The president from last week's issue did not even have a color photo. The president of the school. Okay. Well, uh, the creature was just a lonely man who wanted a companion, aware that the world he was thrown into would never accept him. Aww. Sounds like my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Were you created out of dead human parts? Yeah. Oh, basically. <laughs> um, what is that? Who's Walter, doing something? Walter is Walter. breaking the chair. If, if you're doing anything to the table, it's going to pick up on the mic. So that's been you this whole time? <laughs> oh boy. We gotta redo this. Uh, no, we don't. Ha ha ha, funny Walter. Okay. I came in like a wrecking ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to the article. Frankenstein, right. His request was simple <coughs> to have Frankenstein create a woman. Wait, who's his? Who is his? The creature, right. Uh, the creature. His response was simple. Request. Uh, to have Frankenstein create a woman, just one more of his kind, so he wouldn't be alone. This creature's desire for companionship and his sheer determination to get it was flawlessly portrayed by Mark Pratt. His sheer determination. So it's basically the bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, because I was like, the Frankenstein I know this is, is this like, This is I nothing remember... having to do with the original Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Right. So this then... is Frankenstein... The Bride of Frankenstein. So that whole thing about... So it's being... not familiar at all, because it's not anything close it to... It reminds me of, of, um, of the Frankenstein with what? Robert De Niro. And uh, who else was in that? Was it Kenneth Branagh? Was he Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. And Robert De Niro was the creature? Frankenstein's monster? Anyway. Uh, wait, no, I can't... What? It's, not, it's just... It's hey, wait, you guys... Right. Listen to this. Listen to this. There was great chemistry between each member of the cast. Ha <laughs> Get it? Chemistry? Frankenstein's a monster? Uh-huh. Chemistry science? Ha ha ha. Frankenstein's not a monster. Frankenstein is a doctor. Oh, snap. <laughs> well, then, Dude. I'm not familiar with this Frankenstein. <laughs> I don't know how you passed, like, ninth grade. <laughs> I didn't. This is, this is not... Is this real life? Is this real life? <laughs> um, especially when it came to the couples Metz, Ethan Hens, and Schmidt, Taylor Williams. They were a dynamic duo that fed off each other's energy, and their money-hungry menace-to-society attitudes stole my undivided attention and refused to give it back. They stole the undivided <laughs> attention Wouldn't it of be mine. divided because you're seeing two people? Right. Well, it's undivided attention, and they stole it. So all of all of the attention ever that has been ever encompassed in this one person was given, and or no, it was stolen, and then it was refused to given back. Then Even why after the she pay attention to the rest of the show, <laughs> right? Yeah. So when the show ended, they don't have an attention span now. It was stolen and never given back. Quote: The actors were really believable. Aries Vidal, Sacramento State University alumnus, said. Saying that the set was anything less than extravagant would be an understatement. Saying the set was anything less than extravagant. So, saying that it was extravagant would still be an understatement. The amount of hard work came through in the laboratory especially. The control panel... Stop it. 
The control panel on the scientist's machine had coils that lit up. The operating table was raised and lowered when it was time to use the storm's power. And Ethan Ketchell's amazing sound effects pulled me right into the action. It was as if Victor Frankenstein, Sean True, was yelling directly at me to pull the lever quickly before the storm passed. Because they had my undivided attention. That wasn't written. Pull the lever, Quote, I was very impressed with the set especially, Vidal said. Quote, it was gorgeous and well put together and the crew was really organized, end quote. How do you know that? Yeah. It could have been a nightmare backstage. So we yeah. should go see this show because the set is pretty. No, we should go see the show because it'll steal our attention and never give it back. <laughs> the only thing we'll notice, though, is the set. Well, here, here we go. The amount of people shuffling to their seats before the show began wasn't a full house, but by the time intermission ended, the number of people in the audience had doubled, and it remained that what? way for the rest of the play. Wait. What? what? So people you're saying that a bunch in. of people showed up late, and then they... they, hold the, they, they That's it, they, terrible they, theater etiquette. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? So no late seating until intermission, maybe? Well, here's the thing. Why would you bother? This the quote uh, from the not not quoted from the article, but the quote the article says this didn't surprise me at all. What? Instead, it confirmed that the combination of a well-written script with direction and performances to match can still draw in a crowd halfway through a show. So it's, no, no, no. Oh my gosh! You're not just like walking by the theater game. and just go, "What's going on in there? Oh, they have my attention!" Ah! That's not how it works. How do the people outside know what's going on? And why wouldn't they wait yeah, for Yeah, like, showing? it's obviously a bunch of kids who came late, but they needed it, like, required for Right. Class. Yeah, it's, it sounds it sounds like this person came on the wrong night. Yeah. Um, so, to finish off, following a costume contest at 9 p.m., a special Halloween performance of Frankenstein is being put on tonight at 10 p.m. I, tonight, I guess that's last Thursday. Um... But MJC is giving three more chances to come enjoy the show, November 1st and 2nd at 7.30 p.m. and November 3rd at 2 p.m. Tickets are $8 for students and $10 general admission. Well, I guess we missed it because uh, we're recording on Monday, November 4th. But, um, yeah, that's that's weird. They they totally just outed a bunch of people who came late. Yeah, and tried to commend them. Yeah, and then said, oh, they know they were really good. They totally didn't didn't leave at during the show because I guess that happens. No. Yeah. Not not at the not theater. Um and like that's also like looking bad on MJC's theater because they allowed that many people That's to be true. So they they at intermission about the yeah. and the set. But what about like other design aspects like life? Well they, they did say something about the sound now. design. Yeah, they said that it was it was I guess encompassing or whatever it said. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. That was fart. That wasn't me. It was my mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess we're done. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. This was Kenny Reads the Signal episode two. Uh, join us next week. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> are you still thinking about Rhonda? Help me, Rhonda! Help me! She never helps you? Help me, Rhonda! Help me, Rhonda!